0: We have a whirlwind weekend at Disney. Visit one of our favorite beaches and recommend some restaurants. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy.
1: And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind.
0: Welcome back, everybody.
1: From a little hiatus. Yeah,
0: we took last week off. Uh, We don't like to take weeks off, but we had a really crazy week uh, last week that we just couldn't. You know, get around to recording. But that's okay. We did a lot of stuff to talk about this week.
1: Yeah. I call it our whirlwind weekend. We
0: had a whirlwind whirlwind weekend. That's a <laughs> tongue twister. Say that real fast. Had some family in from out of town, so we had to do the Florida tourist thing. See yes. people, hang out with people from out of town and show them around a little bit. I mean, they've been here before, but you know how that goes when you when yeah. you live here and you got people from out of town coming to visit.
1: They want to see all the fun stuff and do all the fun stuff, which is...
0: It was great. What's Florida's all about. It was great. Uh, but because of that, it sort of ate up all of our time that we would use to sit here and
1: record a podcast.
0: Record our show. So we had to take a week off, but that's good because we have lots of stuff to talk about. We did a a very full Florida tourist week. We kind of did the tourist thing from an outsider's perspective a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a tourist is an outsider, right? Right. I mean, what we do is we kind of come
0: here and do the inside, the 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 locals thing. You know, the local approach. We have theme park passes. Right now, we've got uh, Disney passes, and when we go, when we go to the parks, it's usually just a quick, yeah, we five hour in and out, not the marathons that we did last week.
1: Right. We usually like sleep in a little bit on the weekends, and then. Take our time getting ready and eating breakfast and, you know. Get to the park when we get to the park. Get to the park, like, early afternoon, usually. Get there as
0: soon as I-4 traffic allows us to.
1: And then um, stay there for my, maybe four or five hours, um, maybe six if we're feeling really, like, you know, crazy. Do whatever we have
0: fast passes for. Yeah. And then jet
1: sometimes we'll go later like maybe like three or four and stay till the park closes right um but we n- hardly ever go from open to close. And
0: I know why, because I don't know how you people do it.
1: It is exhausting. Like, if
0: you come down, and this is your vacation, and you're doing a full day at one of the parks, like a Disney park, holy smokes, it's not easy to do. No. I mean, we've done it. I've done it a bunch of times back in the day when I before I lived here, but um, I guess you're just working on... When you on were younger. When <laughs> younger. But even then, like, you've got... I had, like, my parents with me and stuff, yeah, and, and they you an- see all kinds of parents with their kids, and they get there from open, they're there till close.
1: Well, they want to get their and, money's worth. I mean, yeah, it's co- it's, it costs, uh, you know, per person, uh, over $100 per person per day. I can't
0: believe how expensive and that
1: is. And it's like, okay, if we're spending this kind of money, we're staying from the minute they open to the minute they close. We're seeing everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I get it. I mean, I do get it. But um, I have some friends, actually, who they do it, they're local, um, and they do it a little differently they like hardly ever go for like a day. Like if they're going to go, they um they almost always get a Disney hotel Sure. and they go and then they stay for a few hours and they go back to their hotel maybe take a little nap and then they go back to the park and like, you know, close it out or whatever. And it's really convenient to go from a, a Disney hotel to the park and back. It's less convenient to go to an offsite hotel and back to the park. You know, if you're staying offsite, which is what we were doing.
0: We stayed offsite this time. We we've really almost never stayed on property. We t- remember the day we did a full day at uh, Hollywood Studios yes. and we did that thing where we escaped for a couple hours in the middle right. of the day and took a little bit of a only little bit of a little
1: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit I think that's why most people are able to actually do it if they're doing full days is because they're on property and they can take a little break in the middle of the day. I mean, that's, we didn't take a break, but we'll get into that.
0: Yeah, we'll get into that. We have, you, we'll have we run down our whole uh, list of stuff we did. And we actually found some cool little places to talk about, Some uh, yeah, uh, like a resort. Some
1: non-Disney, thing, non-Disney things, some off-property things. Yeah, resort
0: recommendations, yeah. restaurants we saw that were not even on Disney property. But... Before we get into that, um, I do want to talk about a little bit of news slash rumors that sort of uh, splashed across the Twitterverse this week. Um, Only one news source, I don't even know if I'd call them a news source, but a a pretty well established blog, I guess we'll say. Uh, So take this with a grain of salt, Uh, Walt Disney World News Today reported that there is a new Pavilion coming to Epcot. Yes, I saw um, this. Yeah, so we don't know. If this is. I mean, they 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 are pretty adamant that this is real, but nobody else has.
1: What's their source? Reported
0: it. Yeah, they say our sources say our sources okay. say their sort so of. So they don't like, have a source. Well, you know, they may have somebody inside. I mean, they no, might no, have. No, no, no. I get that. That's I how news that. works. But they don't
1: list a source. Right.
0: They might have somebody on the inside or or friends at work in the Imagineering department, and they don't want to spill the beans they don't want to yeah. say oh my buddy i get it tom and, and you know imagineering told us this because then tom Imagineering, tom is getting fired <laughs> yeah loses his job that's a pretty sweet gig so they just say <laughs> right. our sources say so that's how you know news and journalism works they have people but this is walt disney world news today it's not the new york times it's not somebody sure. so but they say that uh, there will be a brazil pavilion coming to epcot in 2022
1: and where is it supposed to be
0: between uh right now between germany and italy is where it'll be squeezed between okay if you can picture that spot where that giant um miniature train set is yes right there okay so if you look at it on like google maps and look below look above kind of take a bird's eye view of it it's a lot of space like it is just as much space there as any of the pavilions so okay it'll fit it'll It'll fit it won't be like we're gonna squeeze this little thing in there right now, according to rumor, speculation, Sources. news, whatever you want to call Sources it, right? Say. No ride, no attraction, no show planned mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, just going to be dining and uh, dining and shopping. Like okay. A lot of pavilions. I'd say most of them are like that.
1: Well, usually some of them have like a movie or something, you know? There's a
0: movie in, yeah, there's a movie in China. There's a show in US. There's a show in Canada. Canada. But think like Britain. There's there's bands that play. Yeah. Morocco, there's bands and music. It'll probably be like that. Some, gotcha. Some music. I would love to see like one of those Brazilian steakhouses open up in oh, there. Oh, that'd be cool. I bet the food will be really, really good. Yeah. Um, again, they're saying 2022, it'll be a new pavilion. And there's been rumors of new pavilions opening up for a long time. Yeah. So we will see if I've heard like Brazil has been the one that's been the most prevalent. Right. Uh, but back in the day there was a Switzerland, there was actually like a Switzerland and an Israel pavilion literally planned from day one over there and a few other countries too, but they never really happened. So there's... Also, there's a couple of more country pavilions that are still kind of rumored to be popping in over there in the next couple of years. Most prevalently right now is India. Yeah. There's rumors that there's going to be an India pavilion opening up at Epcot at some point Mm-hmm. Um, with that will include there is actually a ride attached to that rumor. A Jungle Book, a Jungle Book dark ride is attached to the India pavilion at oh. Epcot. Oh.
1: Oh, really?
0: Right. So they say there'll be like a Jungle Book dark ride. That'd be cool. If that happens. Again, these are rumors s- rumors and speculation. But That's really cool. Walt Disney would World be News awesome. today, uh, they they're p- seem pretty confident that the Brasilia, Brazil thing is real. There's been a rumor about a Spain pavilion out there too, but I don't really know. There's so much Europe already. You've yeah. got Italy, France, Germany, yeah. UK that... It's a lot. I like. I love the idea of a Brazil pavilion because that's there's nothing in South America really. Yet. I mean, there's Mexico's the closest thing you've got, and then India would be neat too because that's that's another country culture yeah. that there's really that nothing would be very from. cool. So, I don't know where that would go if they're gonna put uh, a um, India in. My guess, again, pulling this completely just out of what I know from the parks. You know that little area between Canada and the UK? It's sort of yep. a recessed area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like a thing back there called the World Show Showcase Pavilion. It's sort of an area used for like private event, for, private uh, like events. A event yeah. vi- it's a big space. There's a lot of room yeah. back there. So I but could they s- would
1: lose that private event. They stay, would so. lose that.
0: But there how much there's so much other areas that they can put that. I mean yeah. if it's just a private Event space—it's basically a glorified tent right now. So they could put something like that there. There's also that little area between China and Germany. I think they call it just the outpost now. It's sort of like this generic yeah. adventure. Yeah. It almost
1: looks like uh, like, um, like an animal Af- kingdom. Kind like of an thing. animal kingdom Africa area, yeah.
0: right? I think a lot of people actually think it is Africa, like an actual pavilion. Yeah. But it's just sort of this random area called the outpost. Yeah, there's a lot of room there, there too. And yeah. if you look at that on Google Maps, from above, there's a bunch of space there. So. Yeah. Maybe they could put it there. Um, I don't know what would happen to now. Here's another. This is again. This is my own pulling this right out of my rear end speculation. If, okay. if Brazil happened, um, I could probably I could probably see them Coco-ifying Mexico. That's been. Um, oh, they've
1: already started that. Yeah,
0: that's been a, that's been speculated for a while that the, the the boat ride, the three caballeros boat ride will be would, tweaked. Would all turn into cocoa, and then the three caballeros because I've never seen the movie. It's from the forties, mm-hmm. but from what I. Researched a little bit of that movie takes place in Brazil, and the little green parrot Jose is from Brazil. Oh, so okay. maybe the three Caballeros find a new home in Brazil. Over gotcha. Coco becomes Mexico's spot, mm-hmm. and then uh, we get our Brazilian steakhouse that I'm <laughs> hoping to go see. The big That's meat, all you care about. meat on skewers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, there was also another kind of big piece of news that you, um, may have forgotten about what's that um i don't forget anything really no
0: i do all the time
1: galaxy's edge opened at disneyland yes i thought about bringing that no, up it's too definitely not a florida thing it's but california it's news it's a pre it's a prequel to our galaxy galaxy Edge opening, is. so yeah. that's really exciting we um we watched some youtube videos on it it looks amazing it looks incredible super immersive i'm super excited about it coming to to Florida it
0: opens up August 29th at Hollywood Studios yeah. uh, crowds will be crazy but now some, from what I've been reading and seeing the crowd level uh, situation in California and Anaheim wasn't that bad now only because they like gave people wristbands and you were only allowed to come in for a certain amount of time. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't just a free-for-all. Gotcha. Uh, like, when Avatar opened with the Pandora It was land, a free-for-all. Yeah, it was a free-for-all, but it didn't feel that bad. It, yeah. Like, we walked in there. We were there on opening weekend, and it didn't feel that bad. The Star Wars thing is going to be crazy, but yeah. it looks huge. The land is huge. I saw a little a little breakdown, and they showed that the land area for the Galaxy's Edge will be just as large as Pandora and both Wizarding Worlds at Universal combined. So if you took, you took Hogsmeade, Diagon Alley, and Pandora and combined them all, That's nuts. Galaxy's Edge is about that big. That's crazy. So, And we saw a preview. Now, I don't think both the rides will be open on opening day. There's Smuggler's Run and Rise of the Resistance. Uh-huh. I think Rise of what the was Resistance... Only one of them was only only open. Only one of them is open. open now. For I Disney think they're Land. staggering the yeah. openings. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance is going to be... From what I understand, the longest ride in Disney history. That would
1: really stink if like you like went to Disneyland or Disney World, whichever, just for Galaxy's Edge and like had planned it for the opening or near the opening and only one of the only rides, one ride
0: is open. I know, you know, it's like, okay, when well, well, I gotta come back, there's only certain you know, sometimes you only get so much vacation time, you can only plan a trip around a certain time. Yeah, you come for the opening, and only one ride is open. So, we did know, see a little preview, we, we did watch a little preview of the uh, smugglers' run ride, and that looks really, really fun. So, you get to fly the millennium, it fall. it's yeah. six people in the cockpit. Yeah. two fla- Two people are the pilots two people are the gunners and right. two people are I guess our engineers
1: kind of reminds me of Mission Space a little bit kind of
0: like a Mission Space but, but Millennium Falcon but Millennium
1: Falcon yeah like you're sitting in the Millennium it Falcon it looks really cockpit. cool yeah. yeah
0: where everybody has a job it's a space right. simulator but everybody has a job to do
1: but from what we were seeing like you, your job is a like it's not like like Mission Space it's like okay you're the engineer oh okay you do it you have to push these buttons but if you don't push the buttons then something you know automatically overrides you and you know it sounded like from what we were saying on YouTube is like, no, you're really you, in control. You really and have to do it. If you mess right. up, then they're going to crash. You we know, were watching kind of this thing.
0: on the Tim Tracker's channel and yeah. he was saying he was the pilot the first time. And he says it becomes like a team effort. Like two people yeah, are trying and to and shoot at TIE kind Tide of Fighters. Too, yeah, too.
1: Because like, as the pilot, everyone's like, pull up, pull up, Yeah, pull yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, come on,
0: you're crashing in asteroids and things like that. You're bouncing off of stuff and these guys are hitting us. So looks really, really fun. And the theming looked incredible. Like you're walking through the hallways of the Millennium Falcon, sitting down in the Chess, that, the, uh, that, the
1: like in the, wait, line, though. Yeah, Like that, in line in the Millennium Falcon. Like you can see the chess place, you know, not that the little chess, hologram, chess, hologram whatever chess, chess, whatever that whatever board that game is. was. Yeah, I mean, like the, you know, wrenches and tools and stuff they use are sitting out. In that classic
0: and, cockpit. And yeah. And it looks really fun. I, cool. I cannot wait, so.
1: Another thing that I just wanted to bring up really quickly before we move into our other stuff is that um, they, Disney announced um, just a few days ago really um, that because you know know how they have those three day passes um, or sometimes four day passes the
0: the, the the Florida resident deals deals.
1: so the newest Florida resident deal or the, well, so the previous Florida resident deal ends like June 30th or something like that. So you have to use your three-day or four-day pass by June 30th. But they just came out with a new one that you can use from now until Galaxy's Edge opens, which is August 20. What 6th? Uh, 29th. Uh, okay. So. Well, it says here, starting now until August twenty fifth, Florida residents can take advantage of the "Get Your Ears On" ticket package. Um, so you can get a four day ticket for two nineteen, or a three day ticket for one ninety nine, and um, it's one park per day. You can obviously upgrade so that you can have park park hoppers, but um, but if you are in your you know whatever. If you don't have Disney passes or if you're in your blackout period and you really have to get your Disney on.
0: If you're going to pay uh, extra and you're a, a pass holder, then you've got a problem. Yeah, that's like an addiction. Probably,
1: you should probably just upgrade to the silver. But um, but anyway, that's, that's cool that they, they came out with another three-day... Ticket price yeah. package because those are good deals for Florida residents.
0: I wonder how how the attendance is right now before the parko op- before the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens. I wonder if like yeah, it doesn't seem well, like been, it's. Slow. It's funny
1: because I've been checking it because yeah. so last year around this time they um, released the blackout date blackout dates like they like the blackout dates for like were like for three or four days and they said oh you know. As a special treat for annual pass holders, we're, you know, opening up blackout dates so that you have access to the parks for the next two weeks or something like that. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> it's probably because they weren't getting the traffic that they want, but whatever. It's all Or maybe up- they were
0: planning on doing it anyway, and then we're going to do it as sort of like a, uh, like a surprise.
1: Maybe. So I was hoping for something like that this year. No word on that yet. Um, but... But I was—I've been looking at the lines, just wondering if—if if it's slow, maybe they'll, you know, announce something like that. And it depends on when you look. Like sometimes it's like it seems like it's really slow. I saw Toy Story, Toy Story Mania like 15 minutes one day. Um, but then Toy other Toy Story ta-
0: Mania 15 minutes. Yeah. Was this like first thing in the morning?
1: No, no, no. This was in the middle of the day. That's incredible. But um, but then other times I'll see it 155 minutes. You that's know? more typical. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just depends. But um,
0: that's more typical of Avatar. It would be
1: cool. It would be cool. And if that. Happen if they, for some reason, decide to lift the blackout dates, we will definitely let you guys know on all of our social media. So. So. I hope so. Stuff. Um, I hope so. Anyway, so so last weekend we had family in town. You yeah, had family so, down from Chicago. We're gonna
0: run down last weekend what we did and kind of talk about some of the little things we learned along the way, and we have some cool reviews, I think, and yeah. some uh, we, we checked recommendations, out some,
1: some new places um, that we'd never been to before, yeah, some new restaurants, uh, a new hotel. And um, and it was fun. Across we had a really good time. Uh, little
0: bit in Orlando and a little bit in St. Pete. Yep. So we, yep. we took our family over there a little bit, too. So where would you like to begin?
1: Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. <laughs>
0: well, one day the earth cooled. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then the dinosaurs not came. But they all got too big and fat and they died. And they turned into oil.
1: So we met them at Disney after, after a, a brief snafu here at our house with our garage door oh, not Oh, man. So you know how it is whenever something... <laughs>
0: There's always something that goes wrong right at the wrong moment. So we had plans to meet my family out at the Transportation Ticket Center at Magic Kingdom at eight thirty in the morning. Yep. Which is pretty early in the morning to get to Orlando from here because it's about an hour, an hour and a half drive.
1: But that was on but it was on a Friday, so a, there was also like rush hour. Rush hour traffic, yeah. yeah.
0: So we wake up. So
1: we were planning to leave pretty early. We
0: get up. We're ready to roll. We got everything going. We are making great time. I check ways. I'm like, we're going to get there at 810, guys. We're doing great. <laughs>
1: right. Go out to
0: the garage. Hit the button. Garage door is not opening. Nope. Hit the button again. Nope. Garage. It's making like this roar noise, roar noise. Uh, what's? Why is the garage door not opening? Right. The spring broke. Of all the nights, of all the days, the garage door spring broke. Is there
1: really, though, just, you know, seriously, is there really ever a convenient time for your garage door spring to break.
0: No. But here's the thing, you can you, you're supposed to be able to open them. Fine. You pull the little release yeah. and you lift it. And we did that because I'm like, okay, this isn't that big a deal. I can, I know how to, you know, manually open it. Open. Manual open it. But right. then it was like off, off something. It was something. weird,
1: yeah. Like the track was messed up. So like for some reason, the track was actually blocking the manual lift in some way. So we could, it could not get it. open. I was only like able like to it lift it about two, 18 like inches. Two of us trying, we could not get it open. And then um, I'm getting
0: really frustrated. And then
1: finally, I don't know what happened, but one of a you asked our daughter I guess I go hit to, the
0: button again to see what happens
1: yeah and when you hit when she hit the button the thing that was blocking the lift moved back the chain like, moved and it was all the chain moved back yeah. and we were actually able to lift it up manually but for a good half hour there <laughs> well
0: it was we so were... stupid because the button the fix was easy hit the button one more time yeah. the chain moved the thing the 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 thing that was blocking the door was out of the way right
1: but i mean you there was no way to know that yeah. you know i mean, I mean i'm mean, looking not normally. at normally. you I'm... normally when you pull the manual thing down you're able to lift it whether the it's button's happened. been pushed once or twice the spring has broken yeah.
0: before it's just one of those things that happens but i'm like i think
1: feel like it wasn't that long ago that the spring broke the first time too like i feel like it's only been a few years it's
0: been a little while. Ah, whatever. I don't want to talk about the spring break. And too I know, much, but, but I'm
1: just saying. But I like. I feel like the first time it broke, it was like seven years or eight years, and then this time it's been like three years or something. But whatever. Time you guys, flies. you guys don't care about that.
0: And that's one thing I'm not going to fix. They say spring, fixing your own no, spring is super no, no, dangerous. No. So I'm not going to worry about that. We'll but hire somebody. but it's just frustrating because I'm thinking we got our family in town. They're waiting for us. This is like their one day at Disney World or two days, really. But they didn't. They don't have a season pass. They paid per day. So yes. we, we want to make sure they get their money's worth. But it's not
1: like we had their tickets. So I, they were able to go into the park and start their day they did. without us. So it was fine. But when we were only like a half an hour late, really. So, um, it was fine. But so we get in there and they're actually in line to see, to see Mickey yeah, right and front. Minnie. And I, I didn't even know that was there. I mean, we just don't. We're our kids are not really into the character meet and greets that much, so we don't do it that much, and I don't really pay attention to it that much. But it's something
0: that people do with little kids. It's right on the front. It's in that little. It's right next to that Italian restaurant, Tony's Italian. Yeah. Whatever. It's right on the right side. So you walk in. It's, it's very like easy to miss. Town hall or something. Yeah, it's like a theater or something. You walk in. It's really easy to miss if you don't know it's there yeah. because it's you walk past it twenty feet into the park and you're already yeah. past it. It's one of the first things you see on the right side so they said they meet us there because they've got little ones and we hung out in there and we waited for them did a little bit of pin trading in there while waiting for them yeah. so it wasn't that big a deal that we were super super annoyed in the morning we yeah. were able to get through it
1: so needless to say obviously this we were at the magic kingdom this day yep. and we spent you know basically nine o'clock in the morning to till we closed
0: the park till 11 to o'clock 11:00 at night
1: yeah, yeah. um it was it was a long day. It was a long I don't know how you people do it. Day. I don't know. We
0: went to um, we hit all the... We had fast passes for all the mountains. We did splash, thunder, and space. Yep. We couldn't get on mine train because we could have, but it was just a really long line. Yeah. And, and we had people with us who we and wanted to do things for. And their
1: oldest is six, so he. Um, it was kind of his first time riding a roller coaster. Yeah, he and,
0: got on Space Mountain without knowing anything about it. Like he, for, he's it, for, super brave. For all he knew, he was getting he, yeah. on something easy going like no, Haunted Mansion. No, I mean, we
1: told him. We told him but that he, it was a roller coaster. He knew coaster. it was a roller
0: coaster, but I don't think he knew to what extent. He got he, off it as a little six-year-old going, that was awesome. I yeah, go He was again. like, I want to
1: do it again. I'm so, so proud of that yeah. little dude. <laughs> yeah, he was He's very brave. Um, and he loved it. He loved every single roller coaster we went on the whole weekend. So...
0: Yeah, Yeah, he was awesome. He did that. He did all those. He did splash. Um, We did stay for the fireworks this night. And Mm -hmm. one thing we did learn is man, if you don't have a spot picked out for the big fireworks show before, at least 20, 30 minutes before, it is hard to get a spot. Now, Two things, though. If you don't care about the fireworks, we were looking at our the Go line Go ride some
1: rides, man. And
0: everything was 15 minutes for this, 10 minutes for that, except for, like, the major rides. Yeah. The, the major in ones that are long lines. In
1: general, it was, like, five minutes or 10 minutes or, you know, I mean, for, it was... For,
0: like, Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, yeah. Pirates of Caribbean, that caliber, 10, 15 minutes across the board. So. Yeah. We came out of Jungle Cruise. We rode a nighttime Jungle Cruise, which is actually really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And we went around and we were like, okay, guys, we got to go to the fireworks show because again, we're with people who this is their one day and we, we hit a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. We're there all day and we hit a lot of stuff. But then when you're trying to hit everything at Magic Kingdom in one day.
1: There's a lot of rides in Magic Kingdom. There's a lot of
0: stuff we didn't do. I think yeah. you really almost need to have two full days there to, to if you want to do everything and I mean yeah. like we didn't do the Magic show we didn't do the carousel we didn't do
1: Winnie the Pooh do Peter Pan um, we didn't
0: do we did Dumbo we did the flying carpets which are kind of like the same ride yeah um, the Dumbo ride has got a really cool queue set up in there now. If you've yeah. never... We have not been on the Dumbo ride in forever, but right. <laughs> you can go in there now and they give you... like It's like a virtual queue system. They give you a buzzer, yeah. a beeper thing, and there's a whole playground inside there and kids can hang out and play for as long as they want and they page you when it's your turn and right. then you and get I, on Dumbo.
1: I just recently heard, actually, that, um, that the Hagrid Motorbike Adventure... It's going to have a virtual queue as oh, well. Oh, cool. So hopefully... So I don't know how that will work with that, but I mean, I haven't I haven't really heard about virtual queues up until we just went to the Dumbo thing, so...
0: I've heard of virtual queues, but my my guess was, or my assumption was that it was just a fancy way of saying fast pass. Yeah. Because when you've got a fast pass, you're sort of in a virtual queue. Right, you're just walking right, around right. doing other stuff.
1: Yeah. Anywho. Um, so yeah, it was a very, very full day.
0: We went to... So when we went to the fireworks, though, we, what we noticed was it's really, really hard to get a spot. But, you know, where is a pretty decent spot that doesn't really fill up and this is sort of a, something I wanted to tell you all about is uh, Tomorrowland. Yeah. If you go over by Tomorrowland, that's a spot that people don't really think about too much. And we found yeah, a we really decent... Yeah, over by the rocks. Yeah, those rocks area. that... that uh, yeah, but well, the right side of the rocks there, you've got a really good view of the castle. Yeah. It's You can look up and see where the zip line, where Tinkerbell mm-hmm. comes. She comes like right overhead. Yeah, look where the zip line ends. And go that way because yeah. that general area did not fill up till right at the last minute. Mm-hmm. So people were like, it seemed like everybody was desperate to find a good spot for the fireworks show, yeah. and that was where everyone went. And it's it was, like
1: between like Mike Wazowski's um, Laugh Floor uh, and that restaurant that's yeah. over there. Yeah, uh, that's kind of where we're talking about. So. Yeah, it was, it was good, and, and they were really excited about the fireworks. If it had been up to me, I would have been like, let's go ride some rides, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. we've seen the fireworks plenty of times, and, and you know, it's
0: a, it's a great show. Well, especially now, because they've changed it with all the projections yeah. and the music, and if you've never seen it before, but you, I get what you're saying. If it's up to you and I, Fifteen minutes for for wait time. Yeah. Hit that that's, up. yeah.
1: that's the priority. So <laughs> yeah. but And you
0: said Mike Wazowski. We didn't do that, at the laugh floor. Nope, we we did not do that. Because again, it's if you've only got one full even one full day is not enough to yeah. see if you if you are like a completionist and you want to do every single thing. Yeah. We did do Carousel of Progress, which was huge. That was like key to the day because it's like a little 10, 15 minute Yeah, you took a little nap. Yeah, I just closed my eyes, just like i I, I closed my eyes, and then the turn of the century, and they opened up again in the nineteen—I'll say nineteen nineties. I know they think it's the future, but come on now, right? And I was like, okay, that little nap got me ready to go. A little, yeah, a little bit of shut eye and air conditioning. Yep.
1: And it was so cute because they also have um, a two two and a half year old, and. Every time we moved from one decade to the next, he would always go bye 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 bye, and he like waved a little robot a- animatronics or whatever they're called. So it was really cute. People so.
0: were singing in there at that time. Do you hear people singing the great, yeah. big beautiful tomorrow song? <laughs>
1: yeah. um, anywho, so um, so that was so. I'm, we're not going to go into detail about every yeah. ride we went on because you you guys know we know you know we've been to Disney a million yeah. times you probably have we'll too. hit the highlights if you want to know about all the details of, of Disney rides we have other episodes that talk about there's a lot ones. of
0: there's a lot of places for that yeah. so
1: so then we went, to our, we went back to our hotel
0: we got now this is a really good I wanted we wanted to throw this out there as a really good tip so this place was called the um
1: the Grand Beach Resort. The
0: Grand Beach Resort. It is only about a mile and a half. It's not on property. Nope. Totally not on property.
1: It's like less than ten minutes away. It's,
0: I I looked at it right before we got on this on Google Maps. A mile and one point four miles away from the eastern entrance, the one that kind of faces. Yeah. The um, you know, where like the Taco it, Bell is and the McDonald's and all a that. A
1: caveat, stuff. though, to the entrance. So to the entrance. Once you get on Disney property, once you go through that entrance, it's another. Eight or nine minutes just to get to the park, though. So, I mean, Disney property is huge. So, or five minutes. It's the street st- level it, entrance, it takes less than 10 minutes from the hotel door to Disney door sure. I'd say
0: it's a street level entrance that's right near kind of close to Disney Springs yeah it's right near that scam gas station if you know what I'm <laughs> talking about there's a gas station right there that is always about a dollar more per oh, gallon like one of us. yeah everybody else yeah. and it makes me every time I look at it I'm like what is wrong with these people they're taking advantage of people who don't know any better who like yeah they get out of from... Disney
1: and they turn right and they gotta get on the interstate and they're like oh here's a gas station yeah. let's just go here
0: and it's if, if you're like from Britain or a, or a dollar or a, more yeah if you're from if it's a two fifty a gallon anywhere else, it'll be three fifty a gallon there, and yeah. they're they're taking advantage. Of people. And you
1: always and see people there, and there people are filling up. Yeah.
0: yeah, I remember we pulled in there one time without me even looking at the gas, the price, and then I, I grabbed the thing, I grabbed the little the nozzle, put it in, and I was like three fifty a gallon, and something occurred to me. I'm like, did some crazy world event happen in the last <laughs> six hours that made gas go up a dollar? And then I was, oh wait, no, this is the stick. This is that scam gas station that takes advantage <laughs> of foreign tourists who don't know any better. So. That's a tip for you. If you see yeah. that, is, is it a mobile? I think it's a mobile. I can't remember. It, anyway, it's, if you come out of that, any uh, gas station around Disney, it's World. on the
1: Disney side of the street. Yeah. You know, as you exit right by, um, what is it? Cross, crossroads? The crossroads uh, stri- the, Strip Mall. Yeah. yeah. The it's right there. It's Right across the street from Crossroads Strip Mall. So avoid that place. Anywho, um, so you are on that road. That's like what one of us does. And you kind of go down that road and that, ho- the hotel, um, the. Grand Beach Resort is on your left hand side as you're leaving Disney and it's a nice place. I mean really nice place. It has uh, they have a lot of different types of rooms so from what I found they have like one bedrooms they had two bedrooms. Yeah this
0: was not a hotel this was like a Uh, An apartment. I mean, you rented Uh, a place. Yeah. Our place had three bedrooms. I mean, it was a hotel, but. It was a hotel. It was a resort. Yeah. Um, It was a three bedroom place with a kitchen, with a living room, with a a, a patio. Was it two bedrooms? Where did the kids sleep? Oh, no, you're right. It was was three three. bedrooms. I'm sorry. Laundry room. Um, So there was
1: two, and it was nice because we had two families. So, and it had two masters. So each master had its own king size bed, which is nice because anytime that you have two families sharing. One of the families is usually stuck in, like, a yeah, a double bed or something. A hideaway bed. Yeah. So, um, so that was nice. And then there was a third room, you're right, with two singles in it.
0: We, all the kids piled up in there.
1: Well, a couple of them piled in there. Then there was also a pull-out couch that,
0: in the living room. Yeah, we had that, enough room. And the yeah, price was really, of room. you got this deal out, was this a Groupon deal? It was
1: a Groupon deal, and um, it ended up being about... $200 per family for two nights. So 100 bucks a so, night each family. Okay. So right. so it was 200 bucks a night total. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, but for eight
0: people, yeah, and it had pools. But you wouldn't need
1: that big of a room if you weren't splitting it with another family. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Exactly. Like so if you were it, the other ones that were only like one bedroom were significantly cheaper than $200 a night. They were like 120 bucks a night.
0: I thought it was a really, really good deal for this place. Yeah, I agree. And it's really close to the. To do, it's really close to all that stuff, really. Um, yeah, it is. But really good amenities. It had its own kitchen, its own dining room. So yep. if you're one of those people who wants to save a little bit of money and you go grocery go shopping, go grocery shopping.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There
0: was gas barbecue grills all over the property.
1: They had all kinds of like
0: that were really easy to use. Just walk up and start, bar- which we did one yeah, day.
1: We went barbecue. We
0: took a middle day. We took a, a day off between parks. We did Animal Kingdom the the following day. So we had a day where we just kind of hung out on the on the property. We grilled out. We they went had to the tennis pool. courts.
1: They had basketball courts. They had. Playgrounds, they had mini golf, volleyball, volleyball, pickleball. Yeah.
0: Um, Now, the mini golf was something I wanted to call out because the mini golf course was actually really nice, especially for, I mean, it was kind of on par with something you'd pay for, I thought. Had sort of like an aquatic theme. There was like dolphins and crabs and right. shells and stuff like that around. It was really nice. It was super hot that day. Yeah. <laughs> We're out playing mini golf in the middle of the hot afternoon. But yeah. it was a fun thing. They had two
1: pools. Two pools. And it's right on a lake. There's a on big lake, lake Brian. Lake
0: Brian. There was piers out there. You could rent a fishing pole for I think five bucks, you yeah. said. So you can go bass fishing out there. The water was actually really clear. They had like
1: um paddle paddle boats there was paddle and boats and kayaks you could rent and kayaks that you could rent uh,
0: hammocks laying around yeah uh, so I thought the price of this place was really really good it deal it
1: was it was a good deal
0: for the room for the amount of room that you get and for the amount of and it was
1: nice I mean like the um, I mean the the like the living room furniture maybe was slightly dated. Yeah, I think it had
0: popcorn ceilings, yeah, maybe, which kind of gives some it
1: dated spots. But like the like the bedrooms, like the king size bed was a nice king size bed. Then the bathroom. Was like there was a huge garden tub in the bathroom, plus a shower, plus a you know a separate stall like um, s- room for the toilet, you know, and closet, like lots of room to spread out, you yeah, know. Big
0: walk and shower. And when I say popcorn ceiling, I don't mean like that ruined the, the popcorn ceiling. I like how you looked up right now to see Do we have popcorn
1: ceiling. <laughs> no, I... no, I'm not
0: saying popcorn ceilings ruined our stay. It was just sort of that gives you an idea of yeah, it of gives a picture, a, a, an age thing because yeah. those were kind of only in style for a little bit. That's time but the place was really well kept yeah and you've got your own kitchen your own barbecue grills outside so if you if you stay for a week and you're got some days to yeah hang out, you, don't, absolutely. you don't have to eat out all the time because the price of the place was really good plus you get the idea to you know yeah. all the stuff to do right there yeah so. it
1: was really nice I could see that being something that we do like when you know if like your whole family came down like we could have like two of those rooms you know and like two families say one and two families say in the other and like just have a Stay there for a week, like yeah. you said. That would be super fun. Um, so that's
0: the Grand yeah. Beach Resort in Orlando, real close to Disney. Real, yes, real good place. Yeah, so, highly recommend it. We There's went, a
1: Publix right down the street too, so yeah. you could go to the Publix and stock up
0: a- everything you need. So, and we did stock up, and then we went to uh, we did it was a, we were celebrating a birthday that week. Yes, and so. We went to the sugar factory in Orlando.
1: Yes, this was on our day off between parks. Between so, parks. So Friday we went to Magic Kingdom. Saturday we took a day off and just hung around the hotel. And then um,
0: we went to Icon Orlando, which is where the big Ferris wheel is, yep. where the big Star Flyer is. We went to we. Our plan was to go to the Chocolate Emporium at Hollywood's, uh, not Hollywood at Universal Studios. Yes. But just because like free parking didn't start till later in the day over there and. We knew that we couldn't, you know, get a reservation. We decided, ah, oh, we'll go to the sugar factory. That's one yeah. thing that ah, Universal needs to figure out because free parking over there doesn't start for everybody till six o'clock.
1: Yeah. And it's, it, that's the, really the only reason we can yeah, go.
0: As a Florida resident, I'm not paying 25 bucks to park just yeah. to go to the restaurant. So free parking starts at six, but I can go to Disney Springs, which has pretty much everything there and it's free parking. Yeah. So,
1: so anyway, so we went to the Sugar Factory over by Icon Orlando,
0: and uh, never been, seen pictures of it. It yeah. was a good time. Um,
1: we had some crazy, crazy. So w- w- it was kind of a fun thing. Like we decided, okay, we're gonna eat dessert first because we were gonna cook out that night yeah. too. So, so we so. didn't go there
0: for dinner. They have real food here. They have burgers they and stuff. It was absolutely packed. We walked in there and it was crowded and it was super loud. Yeah. And there was like a smoky haze in the air. And you were like, are people smoking in here? But it was they they bring out sparklers for people if it's for birthdays, birthdays yeah. yeah.
1: So we asked, you know, how, how long is the wait? They said two and a half hours. Yeah, we're like, ooh. And we said, ooh, okay. It's a long
0: wait for a milkshake. Um,
1: and they said, well, you know, you can see if the patio has any availability. So we go out to the patio, and he's like, yeah, I can sit you right here, right now. It was and we perfect. sat immediately. It was awesome. So that's a, a tip or a trick right there is, you know just kind of stalk the patio and as people leave go grab a seat there um if you don't want to wait to an hour. yeah the waiter hours. was
0: great the waiter yeah, he was, was really good he was really great. and i'm actually kind of preferred sitting outside because the inside was so loud in there And it was I very mean, loud not loud like it was just so loud where we couldn't even like really talk and it and wasn't, i mean it
1: was hot it was definitely a hot day but we were there like like probably what around like six or so
0: yeah, it was drizzling. So, it was drizzling a little bit, but then we had covers over us. And yeah, the I didn't drizzle feel like it feel, was unbearable because yeah. they
1: had they had umbrellas over us and stuff. So it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't unbearably hot. The, we had some some crazy, crazy milkshakes. There was four desserts. of us. Well,
0: there was eight of us total. But there was two groups of four. And the our group, you and I and our two kids, we decided to split two things. Yes. And that was a mistake because... <laughs> we should have split one the, thing. <laughs> the, yeah, the Sundays for two can at least... Feed four. Three or four. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was ridiculously big. These are these type of desserts where you look at it and it's a milkshake with an entire dessert on top of it. It's yes. one of those... Cra- they, make these, they make their desserts probably just as much for Instagram as for eating because mm-hmm. they know you're going to take a picture of it and everybody does. These crazy milkshakes are coming out with a whole chocolate cake on top and covered in...
1: Yeah, Sprinkles exactly. and all
0: kinds of stuff. And the milkshakes are, what, like a foot tall? And everybody is taking pictures yeah, of it. And they're exactly. like taking a picture of it. Did and putting we
1: put some th- on Instagram?
0: Uh, no, I did not, but I think I will. Yeah, let's um, do that. Yeah, I can do that. So
1: we got the Campfire S'mores milkshake. Um, it had, it was, the cup itself was dipped in chocolate, then had um, graham crackers stuck on the sides. Plus there was an entire like four layer s'mores, like two layers of marshmallows, two layers of chocolate, two layers of, or three layers actually of graham crackers um, on top of this giant cup that had chocolate milkshake. It was like a 12 inch,
0: 18 inch tall thing. And when you said dipped in chocolate, you could take a spoon and like scrape chocolate off the side of the glass. It was really good.
1: Yeah. Um, Our other, our family other family got the cookie monster make a wish um, milkshake which again entire cup was dipped in chocolate had giant pieces of um, chocolate chip cookie on the outside it had with like a big
0: blue donut on top it, it I think. had a
1: giant blue donut it was supposed to be like cookie monster so giant blue donut eating a cookie and then beside it was a cupcake also yeah <laughs> it was like a cupcake. milkshake for four it was so, ridiculous yeah and that was a cookies and cream milkshake so those were the two milkshakes that the the eight people got so we only got one milkshake they got one milkshake um then we also got Sundays for two so and by two they mean four um so we got the um what did we get the cookie
0: jar we got the cookie jar one right yeah
1: i think so so we got the it's giant sco- sco- scoops of chocolate of cookies and cream cookie dough and um cookie and, cookies and cream ice cream plus cookie dough ice cream plus caramel sauce chocolate sauce whipped cream crushed oreos and homemade chocolate chip chunks as well all in this giant banana split kind of um you know Big, container except it was like Four of them put together. It was giant. Just it was giant.
0: Google sugar factory Sunday for two, large. and you'll see pictures of these things. They're ridiculous.
1: And then they got the strawberry cheesecake overload, which I preferred. Chat. I took
0: one bite of theirs, yeah, and was that was really my good. jam. That was really good.
1: Um, we got the cookie jar because we were, we were all sharing it, you know, and the kids wanted the the chocolate and the cookies, but. Three scoops of strawberry ice cream with New York cheesecake chunks and strawberries topped with strawberry sauce, whipped cream, and white chocolate strawberry shavings. That was the other one. But they have everything from like red velvet to banana split, chocolate blackout, which is just tons of chocolate basically. I mean, all kinds of things. And then they have a $99 we did not get this, yeah, but the a $99, $99 Sunday. World famous Sugar Factory King Kong Sunday. It serves how many? Do you Is remember? It 12? 12. 12. Serves 12. It has 24 scoops of ice cream in it. And 24
0: scoops. Yeah.
1: Everything from caramel and so- strawberry sauces, caramelized banana, marshmallows, rainbow sprinkles, cookie crumbles, Reese's Pieces, gummy bears, graham crackers. It looks insane. Waffle cones, unicorn pops, candy necklaces, gummy cherries, sparklers, um, you name it. It has it in it's there. It's like a big
0: event thing. You're going to have a bunch of people and yeah. just bring this ridiculous Sunday out. And-
1: but I mean, if you think about it, it feeds 12, right? We had eight people. So say you had... Twelve. I mean, between the two of us, because I think each of our Sundays was like fifteen bucks each. So we ended up spending like thirty. Yeah, they weren't. Per this family. place was
0: not that cheap. I will throw that out there. The yeah. Sunday was about fifteen bucks.
1: So we spent about thirty bucks per family, right, mm-hmm. on each of our two items that we bought. Um, so one more family. Would have been twelve people, and you would have spent a hundred dollars. Then you could have just all split that one thing. You know you, what and I then mean? You get this
0: awesome photo op for this ridiculous yeah, Sunday, exactly. So.
1: And I guarantee you, all twelve of you probably still wouldn't have been able to eat it no. because the serves two was ridiculous. It wasn't really serving two. So anyway, it was it was nuts.
0: So yeah, it's it's really easy to get to. Is right at the Icon Orlando spot. Yeah. Good, I think it's a good alternative to. Um, Chocolate, Chocolate Emporium, Chocolate Emporium yeah. which we're, we plan to go, yeah. But the logistics of getting in there, parking, and all that stuff at Hollywood, at City Walk, yeah, wasn't working for us. So this was our backup plan. It was great. So yeah. it was great.
1: So then the next day we went to Animal Kingdom. Did Animal
0: Kingdom? Did the full day there
1: again? Very long day. <laughs>
0: again. Now it's funny. People think of Animal Kingdom as a place where you can only really spend a half a day. I don't we, really think of it that way. We packed it all in. I mean, we I mean, did, we've we said did that everything. About,
1: we've said that about Hollywood Studios before, but I, I think of Animal Kingdom as a full-day park. Now it is.
0: You yeah. Know, now it is. Now they have the Pandora stuff. And yeah, absolutely. All that. We did the full, full day there. We, we
1: And we waited in line for Pandora. We waited
0: in line for it. said, now, we, here's the thing. We saw it was around 7 o'clock, and we wanted to go on it to take our take our uh, family with. And at around 7 o'clock, now it was, here's my one beef with this at, at Animal Kingdom, is a lot of the stuff closed at 7 o'clock. We're open until eleven, yeah. But like a lot of the animal exhibits and things like that close at seven, so because we it gets couldn't start getting dark. Right, we couldn't yeah. do that. So we said, well, we got a couple hours to kill. Let's Not just well let's, let's just line. bite the bullet and yeah. get in line. And so we, a couple of us, got in line for Pandora. Now, this is one thing that I want to have a, I have a little bit of a, a bone to pick with Disney here. Okay. That I think Universal does quite a bit better. Okay. Um, their child swap situation.
1: Yeah, child swap situation is is a problem. Disney's Disney.
0: child swap it's stinks compared to universals. It it's terrible. Like maybe we just haven't seen the, every scenario. And I think it's pretty good on tower of terror there. They handle it pretty well, but for every ride we had to go on, one person had to wait in line the entire time while the person with the kid had to wait outside the completely yeah. outside the attraction. I had to
1: go do something different. And, yeah,
0: and it was like you're breaking up your entire party, and yeah. that was bad. We haven't had to do a child swap in a long time for this. So,
1: and at, at Universal, for example, I think the whole party waits in line together. Yeah, and then the kids f- and everything. The, yeah, everybody. You just leave your and stroller then outside. Half of the people go on the ride, or however many people go on the ride the first time, while the the second group kind of just stands off to the side like almost they they might put you in the exit area Yeah, they put you
0: in a special room
1: or a special room right and then when your family gets off the ride they go get you and then you get on the ride and you don't have to wait again or like that but at disney you wait outside completely separated from your family and then when it's your turn when your family's already gone on the ride and they come back then you get to go through the fast pass line which yes it's the fast pass line but it's still a line yeah i mean it still is is it's it's still a line, you know. Point, I mean, they're not necessarily really really super fast, right? And it at, could be 15, 20, 30 minutes. Even. At, at
0: one point, we decided to even stop doing anything that had a child swap on it. Remember, we were yeah, like, we yeah, did. because the child swap at Disney was such a pain in the butt, and yeah, where Universal has it not, they they have it down. They know yeah, exactly they what they're doing with that. Yeah. Um. So for example, for Pandora, so we, you, and I, and half of our half of my family group got in line while um my brother and his kid decided. Mm-hmm. They, we, they had to separate from us for yeah. like two hours. they had to wait so
1: outside for two hours. They had
0: a good time. They went on, they went
1: on the safari They went on a safari right. ride at yeah. night.
0: They went around. They hung out. But for, for a full two hours, our group was separated because of this. Yeah. So we got in line for Pandora. And it said, what did it say, 120 minutes. And we thought, eh, it says 120. It'll probably be 90. Now, it, w- it was 90 minutes by the time we got on the Right. Pre-show, yeah, but then the whole but it was a full two hours of that thing was right by the time off. we were in and when out. When we got off, it was about two hours. It was a full time, and then we didn't want to miss the Rivers of Light show because right. they didn't want to miss the Rivers of Light show. Right.
1: So, so you ran to that. So I ran
0: that, and I put a six-year-old on my back, and I ran from. <laughs> you didn't want to see it. You were like, <laughs> no, I don't I, want to run. Yeah,
1: and our son didn't want to go either. So I was like, you know what? We'll just wait here. We're gonna do some pen trading while y'all go watch yep. that. Um, so I put
0: my brother's son on my back, and I ran from Pandora to, <laughs> to <laughs> Rivers of. Light in a right. full jog, and it was good. He was like, I think that was his favorite ride of the day. He's just like, Whoa, we're like galloping across the <laughs> That's park, funny. Yeah. breaking rules, running along the way. But it Anywho. was, it was good. We had a full, fun day there. It um, was, it was definitely oh, late day. at night again. While Rivers of Light was going on, uh, Mount uh, Everest Expedition Everest was a walk on. We, yes. we we literally walked right on the ride, yeah. And then, but then they closed it. We got off, and uh, we were waiting they, for my brother to get off of
1: Pandora, uh, Pandora
0: yeah. Avatar. And we were gonna go on it again. We we're like, well, let's go again. It was on like again.
1: 15 minutes until the park yeah, closed, f- but they f- closed the ride. Yeah,
0: 15 minutes early. They had. So I don't know why the they did that. The entrance closed. So that was a bummer. But yeah. that ride is always super fun at night, and to yeah. be able to go on it as a walk-on at night while the Rivers of Light show was going on was great. So yeah, for sure. Oh, and the other thing, another tip to throw out there for Nemo, we got we showed up really late for <laughs> yeah, Nemo. We did.
1: <laughs> we did. We showed up right as they were about to close the doors, and we got amazing. Yeah, we seats. just
0: kind of looked around, looked around, looked around. We found seats second row, way down low. Yeah, and the. Nemo Nemo show is great anyway. I mean, it's like a short Broadway quality show. Right. And it's a much, it's a great show anyway, but it is next level when you're down yeah, second, third you, row. I mean,
1: like Dory was like in our face. Oh, we had at Dory one point. six
0: inches away, like yeah. sticking her like snout right towards us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, don't know yeah, if a was, fish has a snout. Uh,
1: whatever. It was very cool. But, um, but yeah, that's another tip is like, and I find I found that too, like even in the up show, like if you are toward the end, like they'll fill up all the standby, and then there's still plenty of fast pass room available because they like reserve too much space for the fast passes. So if you're coming in there just right before the show starts, they're like, "Here, just go over to the fast pass line," you know, yeah, and, this, and sit over and here. And they the sat us way down low. Yeah, so it's like sometimes it pay- pays to go to some of these shows. At the very last minute. Yeah, we
0: were sitting right on top of the stage, almost to the point where... I don't want to say we were too close, because I don't think there's any such thing as being too close, but if, no, if we action weren't. if oh. action was happening on the other side of the stage, the stage was kind of blocking you a little bit, because we were right up on top uh, of it. It
1: was great. It was, I wouldn't have was, changed was, the thing.
0: It was It was great. So, uh, next day we went out to... Uh, we did a beach day.
1: Yes, Fort DeSoto Park, we Park. Park in St. Petersburg.
0: Fort DeSoto Park in St. Pete, which is probably one of my favorite beaches around. It's definitely... It's not a touristy beach. No. no. it always ranks really high among like top ten beaches in the country. It's
1: Yeah, it's it, a great beach. It's
0: it's a five dollar entry fee to get into the park, which might be kind of like a barrier to entry to some people who don't really want to pay to go, but because but there's no there's no hotels, there's no restaurants other than a little snack bar, there's no Development out there. It's on a, it's on a, everyone thinks it's a state park. It's actually not even a yeah, state park. It's, it's a, a county park. It's a Pinellas County Park. It's on the Gulf. It's a beautiful park. There's great views of like the Sunshine Skyway Bridge. We there. went up
1: to North Beach um, and it was really quiet. And yeah,
0: North Beach is, I think, the only beach you really can swim off of because there's a beach that's below the fort and there's an old Spanish American war fort here you can explore. You can yeah. see cannons and mortars and stuff. And the beach there has signs that say no swimming, dangerous currents. So, north beach it's awesome though i mean there was like you feel like you're kind of away from it all
1: yeah you do it was it was low tide when we went um and it, it like low tide was starting when we got there so as we got there yeah it just got lower and lower and lower by the time we were about to leave like you could walk out into the ocean yeah. and i mean f- pretty far out there you know i mean
0: and we were walking around doing some shelling and I have it right here in my hand.
1: Yeah, you found a really cool shell. I
0: looked down and saw, what is that? So I've picked up this really cool looking shell. Um that you I posted found. that on our Instagram. I did post this on Instagram and I didn't know what this was. I was it looks almost like a little Nautilus shell. It's a little gray Nautilus shell, but I've never seen one of these before. When I mean, we found little conchs before and all kinds yeah. of the regular shells. Never seen one of these before. So I posted on Instagram and I tagged somebody I follow named Shelling Mama yeah. who I believe lives in Sanibel or at least posts from Sanibel a lot which is like the seashell capital of the world.
1: There um, we go. Capital another, of the There's another one. I got
0: That's my meme, you know? <laughs> and I posted it. And I tagged her. I said, hey, what kind of shell is this? I found this at Fort DeSoto. Yeah. And it's really neat. And she said... That there is a shark's eye. Congratulations. And she posted a little confetti and smiley faces. Yeah, it's a really cool shell. Maybe a cool find. So I'm adding... Most of the shells I don't actually keep. I find them, hang around with them for a few minutes and just kind of drop them back. Well,
1: you don't usually find really cool ones like that. You just found like little... you know, what are those, the oyster, shell, not oyster shells, but like they're the called, scallop. Yeah, scallop they're shell.
0: called, uh, yeah, the little scallop shells yeah. or the other ones.
1: Um, but, this so one anyway, was, but yeah, it was this really cool This one was
0: neat. I found this and I almost wanted to become a shell collector just based on this. <laughs> or I thought, okay, you know what? Maybe I won't be a, a legit, honest to goodness shell collector, but if I find anything cool, I'll definitely take it home because this is one of the few uh, yeah, for sure. few shells I've ever brought home.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so then um, right as we were about to leave, this is another thing I just wanted to mention, as we were about to leave, um, your our sister-in-law actually stepped on a shell and cut her foot. Did she really? Yeah, you didn't know this? No. <laughs> yeah, am so learning she,
0: this right now for the first she, time.
1: She stepped on a shell, cut her foot. It wasn't horrible, but it, she was bleeding, um, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to run up to the... Um, the snack shop and see if they have like a first aid kit or whatever and as I was going up there I saw right there parked right beside us actually was the park ranger and I asked her I said do you do you, you don't happen to have a first aid kit do you and she's like I do um oh and- I saw
0: you talking to her we were out in the we were far out in the water and I saw the park yeah. ranger pull up and I saw you talking but I didn't know I thought you were just kind of asking
1: no random
0: questions no
1: so anyway so we talked I talked with her for th- a few minutes she got us some like some alcohol and you know a bit couple bandages and stuff like that but she was super helpful super nice i mean the people there are really great so um so that's just, you know, another bonus when you go there that, you know, the people there are good are good people. So, I yeah, awesome. highly recommend it.
0: Remember the signs that we saw so we're seeing at the beach. And oh a, yeah. A, a, there was a part I have to bring this up. This is pretty funny. <laughs> down the beach a little bit of us, a whole portion of the beach was closed off. There was like it was kind of roped off and there was signs up. And I tell our, I asked my son because I was lazy and I was sitting down <laughs> on my beach chair and I feel like moving. I said, "Hey, go down there and read those signs. Say. I'm curious because they look like they're important." So he runs down there. And it was
1: probably like six or seven signs posted, you know, along the beach from like the shore, the water up to the, you know parking lot basically yeah there was a and, whole, a
0: pretty good section of beach, and it was, was all kind off. of like
1: closed off yeah
0: and he comes back and he said something he goes it says something about toxic yeah he just used toxic the word toxic he goes something and toxic the, something the beach like is that. closed be, because of toxic and i'm like what what we've been swimming <laughs> out here what, what are you talking about so we walk up there i'm like i gotta see this for myself so i get up, up get up off the chair you come with me we walk down there and it doesn't say toxic. It says exotic. It says this beach, this part of the beach is closed to eliminate exotic species or uh, exotic and invasive species. Right. And it was a nesting area for uh, birds. There right. was like some some birds and, that were nesting.
1: And there had been impact from people to the native species too. So they were trying to allow that to grow back as well. Yeah, they were they but were they
0: were replacing some sand dunes. Our son and,
1: was like, "Oh, I saw exotic, and I thought I just thought toxic. <laughs> like, I didn't." Like. Um, but it was funny. Yeah. yeah.
0: He was a little dyslexic for a minute, but he scared me. Like we've been swimming out here, the water's toxic.
1: Yeah, well, and it did. There was a little bit of a smell out there that day because it was low tide, you know. So you have that kind of low tide smell. Some, Um, so it was like, wait, 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 what? Maybe the smell isn't what we think it is. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, but it was fine. It was all good. And then for dinner, we went to engine number nine. We went to
0: engine number nine in St. Pete. Now, this is one of those places that uh, I think I'd heard of, never been.
1: I hadn't heard of it. I want to throw
0: this out there as one of those hidden gems. I don't know if you know if it is a hidden gem. It, it seems like it's fairly popular, but it's called engine number nine in downtown St. Pete. And yep. Downtown St. Pete is actually a very cool place just to go check out anyway. A lot of cool, cool art murals, a lot of cool restaurants and bars. It has a really cool vibe down there. Um, yeah. And engine number nine, really great, great burger place. Like a really cr- great, creative, craft burger place. Yeah,
1: I have the menu here. That
0: we went to. And we, you know, we. if you listen to the show, we love a good burger. And this place had yeah. just creative, unique.
1: So here's a couple examples. Deep menu. So the Black Flag had Cajun spices blackened and topped with pepper jack cheese, jalapeno bacon, fire roasted peppers, and Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Um, they have the, um, let's see. The black and blue, which is you know bacon, blue cheese, that red hot sauce. They have a lot of hot sauces on these. Um, Allison Payne, which is what you got. I right? had that.
0: It was good. I wouldn't call it the Allison Payne. I would call it the. It was delicious. I'd say it. The I call it the Alice in Mild Discomfort.
1: <laughs> All right, Sriracha hot chili sauce, pancetta, ro- roasted red pepper, grilled pineapple, and sweet chili paste. Yeah, I
0: thought it was gonna be spicy. I like spicy. It was good though. It was very good.
1: Um, let's see. What did your brother get? He got the. No, our, our sister in law got the Saint, which was the short rib brisket patty blend with Munster cheese, bacon, peer, beer battered chicken, crispy potato pancake, and Creole mustard smothered with gravy. And then I think your brother got the Bocor. the Bocor, yeah, which was sliced brisket, fried cheese curds, jalapeno bacon, and jerk glaze. That, that so. was.
0: I'm looking at this menu, and we just touched what a few of the burgers they had there. Yeah. it took me a long time
1: to decide to figure
0: out. I'm like looking yeah. at the Cheesecake Factory menu. Uh, it it was, was,
1: but it wasn't that big of a menu. I mean, it's just two page menu, but, but it but had two it columns had, of
0: burgers. Yeah, and they were all super creative. I was sitting there. I got. I ended up getting the Alice and which was the sriracha, pineapple. And um, whatever else you whatever said, yeah. yeah. But I'm looking at this one called the Marie Laveau, and it had crawfish tails and Dooley sausage, yeah, monster cheese and Creole sauce on it. And I'm like, crawfish tails on a burger? I see. Where else am I gonna get that? that? And yeah. I like crawfish, so I didn't do it because the I asked the, the waitress her opinion, and she steered me toward the other one. So. And Maybe they do next have, time. They had
1: some. I had a, a vegetarian option. They had like corn dogs. They had, yeah, they had like craft hot dogs too. Hot dogs too. Yeah. Um, tater tots. Like I guess their their chili tater tots are a big thing that they're famous for there too. Um, sriracha crusted hot wings. So lots of lots of different stuff.
0: You know, it was a good. It was good. So I would recommend that as a place to hit up if you're a burger. Fiend, and you're in St. Pete, and uh, it's not a real big place. When we walked in, the name, Engine Number Nine, for some reason, well, not for some reason, it says Engine Number Nine. I was expecting like this firehouse type uh, of theme. And we went in there, and there really wasn't any firehouse theme.
1: It was actually kind of Chicago, I think. Yeah, it was like a
0: Chicago Blackhawks um, and Cubs bar. We walked in there, there was a lot of Blackhawks memorabilia in there. Um, don't let that, don't let that discourage you if you're, if that's (laughs) not your thing, but it was great. It's kind of small. The other
1: thing that was great about it too, was that they had TVs at every single table. Yes.
0: TVs at every single table. So...
1: And you couldn't move tables around, so we couldn't all sit together. So we had the kids sitting at one table, and then the adults sitting at the other table. Um, but it was great because the kids were watching, you know, TV, In practical jokers, <laughs> TV while you know while they were eating. So they were completely entertained the entire time, and you know, it was fine that they were sitting by themselves.
0: Yeah, they had the kitty table. The just like older
1: kids, at, the two year old was with us, but like you do at Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it was it was fun. It was a good time. It was a
0: pretty packed weekend. I
1: have to say though that um, if I had to choose between that place and the Burg, which is the burger I was telling you about a couple weeks ago, oh, okay. The, um, it, the Berg was a better burger. Is
0: this a short little Florida face-off, the Berg versus yeah. engine number nine?
1: Yeah. The Berg was a better quality hamburger. The burger itself, you know, like... Um, was it more traditional? It was more... No, it wasn't even about what was on it. It was just the meat was cooked better. It was juicier. It was... It was it was just a better burger. It tasted better. I have to say, it was just, the burger itself was better. Well, I
0: think we got to go back down there, and I'm going to have to, uh, be, yeah, be check the out judge. The of that. Yeah, exactly. This place was great just for the creative yeah. insanity of yeah. it. Like, there and was, it was good. It was yeah. really
1: good. It was a good burger. It's just, I don't. I I think that burg burger kind of spoiled me a little bit.
0: Well, I'm going to have to go hit it up.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way you can support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com and clicking through on the button that says become a patron. It's a safe and secure way you can support the show and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There's also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through on that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We'll see you next time.